Welcome to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I'm Grayson Willis, and today's broadcast took place a couple weeks ago on our 25th annual Keepers of the Light Men's Retreat from Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. And I'm here with a former co-host of Front Porch Talks, my dad, Pastor Kerry Willis, who uh, started this retreat. Uh, Dad, just share it with us, uh, what the last 25 years of coming down to Ocracoke on this men's retreat has meant to you, any stories you want to share, and maybe how the retreat got started. Well, Bub, my son, Grayson, thank you for the opportunity. And yes, as we record, we are actually at Ocracoke Island. And uh, so it makes it kind of easy with my memory. Uh, We started in 1995. I was a new pastor, maybe not quite even a year yet, at Harrisonburg, First Church of the Nazarene. And uh, I wanted to get the men of the church together and do a little retreat uh, to focus on Jesus and to improve our community. And so we took a trip to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I thought it would just be a one-year trip, didn't know it would become an annual ordeal, but it certainly did because the 19 men who went with me that first year We're so excited about the camaraderie and the way the Lord had met with us and just being together away from our normal atmosphere uh, gave us a depth of love for God and a depth of love for one another that we hadn't known. And so we are now in our 25th year. It's really hard to believe. I was thinking just the other night, despise not small beginnings. And God was really into something that we didn't know how wonderful it would be. We were on the small end of something big. And this year, I believe we have about 120 men with us uh, this year at Ocracoke Island. Actually, now, uh, I do not pastor the local church anymore. About a year ago, I was elected to be the overseer of churches up in the Philadelphia region of the U.S. And one of my associates, Pastor Adrian Mills, Uh, The last couple, three years, he'd been helping me with retreat, and I'd been giving him the responsibility of it so that it would continue for future generations. And he's been doing a wonderful job uh, last year and this year, really. Last year, we planned together. Uh, This year, he planned, and he has a lot of helpers. Last night, when we met with our group uh, at the local church here at Ocracoke Island that we meet in every year, he was giving out awards, hands over fist, uh, to those who help him pull this off. So it is a team effort, but I do want to say a special thank you to Pastor Adrian Mills for continuing this men's retreat. I believe that it is a secret to the local church, uh, the growth that we have experienced, not only in numbers, uh, but especially in our spirituality, our love for God, the depth of love that we have for him and for one another. I know you probably have specific questions, so I'll let you, Grayson, ask me some things, and we'll lead this interview along, and I know you're going to interview some other men and get some ideas from them about what the retreat has meant. Well, Dad, also on this 25th year, and certainly that's a benchmark, and certainly you never had any idea that the first year, as you said, that there would be 25 years later still doing this retreat, but uh, this year we're talking about lead on as different areas of leadership as men and how we're all called to be leaders and uh, 
the morning session, the first session, Dr. Brian Shrett, who we've done his testimony here before, talked about um, the call to lead. And then a uh, second session, Pastor Billy Logan, we've also done his testimony. He shared about servant leadership. And then you're going to be talking about relational leadership. So anything specifically on the relational leadership that you'd like to share? Well, I believe everything rises and falls on relationship, even leadership. And so this retreat has given us that opportunity to build close relationships. Uh, There are four men that have been on this retreat all 25 years. But there are many men who have been 15 years or 20 years. So it's just camaraderie in community. And that's what I'll be speaking about when I talk about relational leadership. The idea is that some people say that Christianity is best living in community. Well, I say Christianity best be lived in community because Christianity is a community thing. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And we really get that opportunity here not only to love God more, but to love our neighbors, our brothers more and more. And so I believe that relationship matters. I believe everything that has anything of importance is some way linked to relationship. So I'll be sharing that idea and challenging men uh, not to be bystanders. Uh, That will be the essence of my message is don't be a bystander, be a servant, be involved, be leaning in. And so I believe that with all my heart. And honestly, Grayson, this retreat is what has taught me that and has reinforced in my own life that I must be in community. For example, uh, your mom and I now have a cottage at Cape May, New Jersey, Uh, where I work up in that Philadelphia region. And uh, we try to go every Wednesday night that we are in town to the little seashore community, Church of the Nazarene. They have a meal usually on Wednesdays and then a Bible study. And we have kind of put ourselves into that community, even though my job is mostly on the road, traveling from church to church. Every Sunday I'm in a different church now. It could be as many as 60 churches or more that I have to go and be a part of. So it would be easy for me to not have depth of community, but only some surface level. And so your mom and I know how important it is to have community. And I'm even building relationship with men on that district now. And next year, uh, we're planning in April or May uh, to start a new men's retreat up on the Philadelphia district. It will be eastern Pennsylvania men and southern New Jersey men coming together. And we'll start with a small group probably. And who knows, in 25 years, I doubt I will still be a part of it, but maybe in 25 years that district will celebrate the same kind of thing we're getting to celebrate here at Ocracoke Island this year. Another beautiful thing about bringing 100 men to a little island like Ocracoke Island, they maybe have 600 year-round residents here. We get to come and be light and shine here. And the community looks forward to us coming. Not only do we help their economy get started right around the Easter season, but also they love to see us coming with the integrity of the Lord in our hearts. We genuinely have compassion and care for the waitresses, the shop owners, whoever runs the motel office. And so we believe that we are witnesses here as community. And we believe that it makes Jesus irresistible when people see us in Christian community as men or women, as family, whatever. I think that it is a witness that people never get over. And so the people here at the hotel, the Anchorage Inn, where we've stayed pretty much every year, 
Uh, they look forward to us coming. They block the hotel, the whole hotel off. And then men have gone and rented other Airbnbs and rental cottages and maybe other hotels here because this hotel won't even hold everyone anymore. So this community gets to see a group of men who love God, love one another, and also love this little island. So that's kind of what goes on. That's what's important to me. It's good when fathers and sons get to share together like you and I. But, you know, your papa, my father, came a lot of years uh, to be a part of this retreat. I miss him dearly. He's with Jesus now. But those memories come back as we walk the little paths here on Ocracoke Island. I remember my dad, your granddad, being with us. And uh, so those things carry on into the future. And so it has been a great, great time of worship. We always have worship together. Uh, We, of course, share meals together. We eat a lot of seafood together. And uh, then we even have breakfast together. And then men right now are getting ready to go have a softball game and just have some recreation together. Others will rent kayaks. Uh, Some will go down to the beach and just take a stroll together. And so it's that sense that we know that we are better together. And men's retreat has taught that to me and continues to prove to me how vital it is that we best live in community as Christians. Well, Dad, thank you for sharing, and I know I can speak for my own life. I haven't been all 25 years, but I've been uh, the last 10 and 15 overall as I missed a few years from college. But just the worship and these services is a little bit of a taste of heaven, and like you said, also the fellowship and spending time over meals and building relationships and growing closer in our faith with Him, but also as believers in one, becoming family and brothers of one another has been a great experience So uh, thank you uh, for starting this, and I know it will continue. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Ryan Price, who uh, was actually, we were roommates in college for a couple years, but he and his dad, Greg, are on the retreat this year. And uh, Ryan, just tell us how many years you've been on the retreat, how many years you've brought your dad with you, and you guys come from Ohio, and so maybe how far that is and why you would come so far to attend a retreat uh, the number of years you've been here. Yeah, so this is my fifth retreat. Uh, This is my dad's third. Um, We just enjoy coming and being a part of the men's group, um, primarily the Harrisonburg First Church group. As Grayson mentioned, we roomed together in college for a couple years and just became really good friends and um, just really look forward to seeing him and his dad, Carrie, and just have built relationships with some of the other guys uh, over the years and just get a lot out of it, always get blessed, and just uh, have a good time of worship and camaraderie and fellowship and meeting new guys each year and building friendships and relationships. And I always get refreshed and go back, charged up um, back home. As Grayson mentioned, we did come from Ohio. We drove about 700 miles or uh, about 11 and a half hours of driving, um, and it's well worth it. Well, thank you for sharing, Ryan. And I know this year we have uh, one gentleman from Canada who is the father of a man from our church and just a guy that drove in from Nashville that used to be part of our church who has moved now. And it's just neat, different guys. And we even have some guys from some other churches in Virginia that have joined us. So it's really neat and nice to have you and your dad here on retreat. And thank you for joining us. Yep, thanks. I'm here with uh, Jay Showalter, a longtime member of our church at Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene, and he's been on all 25 of the retreats down to Ocracoke with my dad and a couple others. Uh, Jay, just 
I mean, that's a lot of years to be able to be able to come every single year for 25 years. Uh, this retreat must mean something you to keep coming year after year. So just share any thoughts you have about the retreat and what it means to you. Well, Grace and I remember I was uh, one of the uh, group of 19 that came 25 years ago. And uh, the retreat itself has become so important to me that uh, when they schedule it uh, for the following year, uh, or the year after we've been here, uh, I, uh, I'm always putting that on my calendar. I don't want uh, to miss the uh, retreat. And uh, we've adjusted schedules at home so I can come on this retreat. I, I find that uh, each time I come on the retreat, I learn something new. Uh, I meet new people, um, develop uh, new relationships, the camaraderie is great. Uh, the time we spend at the Old Methodist Church over there, special times, I'll never ever forget Amen. those times. They are uh, worship times, they're times of learning, and uh, uh, there's just a, such a, a, a sense of God's presence there all the time that we're in that church. I know that that old church was constructed by uh, materials that came from old shipwrecks, I think. Right. And uh, there's just something special about walking into that church and being part of uh, a group of 100 men or thereabouts these days. When you go from a 19 to a 100, and year after year you consistently meet that number, uh, there's just something special that that has to be happening for that to uh, be repeated year after year. And uh, counting the ferry ride, it's about an eight-hour trip down here from Harrisonburg, so that I think that speaks volume. And... uh, Something I want to ask, you had mentioned if you want to share this. You guys don't always have good weather on retreat, but you said some of your retreats have been best even when the weather wasn't good. I think the year we had uh, such storms that came through here, we weren't sure we were even going to be able to get out of here on the ferry because they don't run the ferry when they right. have uh, bad, uh, terribly bad weather. But uh, I think one of the best retreats we had was where we were pretty much confined to be inside all the time. Right. And... Uh, when you're that close, uh, together with uh, you know 90 or 100 guys, and you're not able to get out and about, uh, you know something special's got to happen there. Right, right. I think one of the things that I really enjoy is the trip down. Uh, we used to stop at uh, Jockey's Ridge or Chickamacomico Life Saving Station. We did right. work there for right. a number of years, and uh, those are special times. Uh, we take 60 or 70 guys and stop at Chickamacomico right. and work for uh, two or three hours. Right. That's a couple hundred man hours for those people there. And uh, that was a real service that we were right. able, to, uh, able to provide. And um, I know they appreciated that. We enjoyed that. And, uh, but riding down with the guys and stopping for lunch, and uh, uh, you really uh, meet, you don't know everybody in the right. group right. Uh, when you start out. And by the end of the, uh, the three-day uh, period that we're there, uh, you really do uh, get to know folks in uh, in, right. in a different kind of way. And then when you see them in church the following Sunday, and you're part of a, the male choir that we have there, right. it uh, it just becomes something that uh, uh, you don't forget. Right. Yeah, I know. One of the hardest things is explaining to guys that have never been before, you know, kind of about the retreat, because mm-hmm. it's just hard to put it into words. Probably that Sunday morning is probably the closest we can get to showing people just a taste of what goes on down here at Ocracoke this weekend. But uh, certainly some priceless memories, and thank you for sharing, Jay. Sure. One of the other things that I recall, uh, you interviewed me once uh, several years back for Front Porch Talks, and at the end of that uh, interview, uh, I was asked to share anything that I thought uh, 
might be good for the folks right. to hear. And I, I remember sharing that uh, I think it would be good for every man in our church to right. to be able to uh, experience the Amen. opportunity of coming to a men's retreat, something that's unforgettable. And uh, maybe it's not for everybody, but it's certainly right. for me. Right, and, uh, for me too. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Jay. Yes. I'm here with uh, Steve Thigpen, a longtime member of our church, and he's been on quite a number of these retreats. What is it, probably close to 20, Steve? About 23. And uh, what makes you keep coming year after year, and uh, what has the men's retreat meant to your life? Well, for me, it has been just the camaraderie with the people as we ride down and as well as sharing the meals with the different individuals. But for me, it's the rest and relaxation, being with men of God and others that have mentored my life over the years. Well, thank you for sharing, Steve. I appreciate it. And uh, anything else you would like to say about the retreat? Well, the retreat has been wonderful for, for me and also to watch uh, uh, it has helped me grow spiritually as a man and as a husband and as a father over the years. It has also meant uh, quite a bit for me to have some time with my son as we've been venturing down for a number of years together. Uh, it's also been great to see the different individuals around that uh, not only do we make connections here, uh, but we take those back with us uh, back to our home, back to our church and to our families and we've been able to grow spiritually uh, closer. And some of the messages that have been delivered are just priceless. Even as we talk, uh, we're halfway through, over halfway through this year, uh, and the messages on holiness has been just tremendous for us to be leaders of our family and leaders of our homes. So it's been uh, fantastic, and it's already this year, and I'm looking forward to the next few years. Well, thank you for sharing that, Steve. And I would relate to a lot of what you're saying about it's priceless to spend time with my dad, just as you've had a chance to spend time with your son and uh, just growing in relationship with some of the guys who you don't always know all the guys coming on retreat and you get to know them on men's retreat and build kind of friendships for a lifetime, almost become like family with some of the guys. Amen. Amen to so, that. Thank you for sharing, Steve. I'm here with Pastor Adrian Mills, uh, lead pastor of Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene. Pastor Adrian, just tell us how many years you've been on retreat and any memories you want to share or what men's retreat has meant to you in general, just what you've gained from it. Sure. I've been the privilege of coming now about eight or nine years, and I love a lot of things about men's retreat. I love that there's all generations of men coming together. We've got teenagers. We've got really seasoned men that are in their, their older years. We've got guys in between, and it's just a beautiful mix of interaction and fellowship and kind of retreat and um, growing together in the word and so I think there's a lot of really uh, valuable time that's spent together and lessons that's learned certainly always the teaching but even beyond that the fellowship around the table and the wisdom that's gained from just doing life together over these three days. Uh, thank you Pastor Adrian and this year's theme is lead on and uh, I know uh, you were the one who chose that theme. So maybe talk a little bit about the idea behind it and anything else you'd like to share about this year's theme. Yeah, I think in general, my prayer every year coming into retreat is what is it that we want the men to know? What is it that we want them to learn? What is it that we want the Lord to speak to them about? And so this year in particular, just really felt like um, we as men are called to lead. That's a mandate that we have uh, from God. And what would it look like for all of us to really rise up and understand God's call for us to lead? I think 
there's a lot of reasons, but sometimes men, we can feel like just passive or sitting on the sideline or maybe our personality isn't as outgoing or whatever. And so sometimes that causes us to not lead and to just follow or just sit back. Um, And so this year, yeah, my heart and my prayer was that the Lord would help us lean in and understand that his call is for us to lead. Well, thank you, Pastor Adrian. I know some of the things that I've gathered from these few days is leadership can look different depending on who the person is. I mean, we're all called to lead. You mentioned that. And we're called to servant leadership. I know that was one of the focus. So not always by what we say, but what we do. And then also relational leadership, building relationships, which certainly men's retreat speaks to that, building relationships with guys year after year and getting to know each other, growing strong friendships and almost like family with a lot of the guys. So uh, thank you. Anything else that you'd like to share about the retreat? I think just that we need each other. And there's an enemy that wants us to be isolated And when we can come out from behind that, not everybody is extroverted and wants to be surrounded by tons of people, but even just having one or two godly people in your life, in this case men, um, it really makes a difference. And so I think there's there's fruit from this retreat that we can't always see, um, but it's kind of lived out over the longevity. And so it's, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you for sharing, Pastor Adrian. I appreciate it. Yeah, God bless. I'm here with Pastor Roger Dove. Pastor Roger, tell us uh, what this men's retreat has meant to you over the last 25 years. I know you've been quite a bit. Grayson, I was honored to be at the first men's retreat and the 25th and quite a few in between, but I texted these six words to someone. Fond memories, special place, life-changing. And for me, that sums it up. Thank you, Pastor Roger. I'm here with Pastor Billy Logan on our 25th anniversary men's retreat. Pastor Billy, I know you had the honor of speaking one of the sessions, but whether you want to speak about what you talked about a little bit this year or what men's retreat has meant to you all together, and I know your dad's been able to come the last couple years too, so anything you'd like to share about men's retreat? Yeah, this is my sixth year. Um, My first year was actually the 20th anniversary, so it's pretty neat. first year here was the 20th, and this year is the 25th, so... It's been a neat experience. It gets richer and richer each and every time. And the last two years, having my dad here has been a unique blessing, especially getting to share the word this year. So just grateful for the opportunity that HFCN offers to our men to get away for a couple days, to seek God, to refresh, and um, spend time fellowshipping together. It's always always a great time and looking forward to it uh, again next year. Thank you, uh, Pastor Billy, and also thank you for sharing with us one night on servant leadership. And uh, any thoughts you might have on that? It's God's call for us as men to lead and to serve um, as leaders. So just grateful for the opportunity to share and um, believe that God did a mighty way and is continuing to move in the men's hearts here um, on Ocracoke. Thank you, Pastor Billy. I'm here with Derek Wise. He's a first-year men's retreat guy, so I've talked to some of the guys that have been here quite a few years, but it's good to hear from somebody who's, it's their first year, so you're here with your son, Derek, so just share what you've gotten out of this weekend here with the men on Ocracoke. Well, Grayson, it's great to be here. Uh, The messages have been challenging. Uh, The worship has been really good, and it's been a good time to, to just get some rest, too. Thank you, Derek, for sharing. I appreciate it. I'm here with Dr. Brian Charette, who uh, 
spoke at our 25th annual men's retreat uh, down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. And uh, Brian, just share any memories that you have of a retreat or if you want to share about the theme this year and uh, anything that you just want to share with us. Well, the theme in 2019 dealt with leadership and more important, I think more critically, that every man of God is called to lead. There aren't exceptions. Sometimes we withdraw, sometimes we excuse ourselves, sometimes we don't think we have the personality to lead or we don't consider ourselves the leader type. And the focus this year was just that God is calling all of his men to lead and to lead meaningfully and powerfully and intentionally and that in 2019 there really isn't an option to remain on the sidelines. We are called to be in the game and to lead and if we don't uh, that's a dangerous situation to right. be in, both for ourselves and for the church. Right. Thank you, Brian. And anything personally that men's retreat coming over the number of years that you've been oh. here has meant to you? To me, the thing about men's retreat that's so important and so unique, I don't think there's been a year where the Lord has failed to speak to me uh, at men's retreat. I don't mean to exaggerate, and I'm not trying to use hyperbole. I don't think there's been a single year where I haven't sensed a meaningful word from the Lord for me personally and for my life. And that's, that's precious to me. Thank you, Brian, for sharing. I totally agree with everything you're saying. I'm here with Dan Lee, and Dan is a veteran of the men's retreat. He's actually been on all 25 of the men's retreats down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. Dan, just talk about, you know, your experience on men's retreat. I mean, that's pretty special that you've been able to go 25 years in a row, so it must mean something to you. And uh, just talk about what you've gotten from it, maybe any fond memories that you have, or just how you've grown from attending the men's retreats. Well, thank you, Grayson. Uh... The retreat has grown over the years, uh, both in numbers and I think in effect on men. Um, it started basically as uh, just a group of guys getting together uh, in a place that is away from our normal routine and to uh, hear some what would be good preaching and studying to help us maybe grow deeper as uh, believers and uh, men that believe in Jesus and want to learn how he can help us impact our world. And over the years, it has uh, every year been slightly different, but still uh, uniquely the same in that we have gathered in a place that is separated uh, pretty much from uh, a lot of confusion of the world. It's quite a trip down to Ocracoke, but we get out to look out over the ocean and see uh, God's creation. And then we study his word and how it can impact us as we go back to our lives and back to our work and all that we're involved in. Uh, and hopefully we can make an impact and uh, in some way share the love and the light of uh, Jesus Christ and what he's done for us in our work, in our lives, uh, in our personal time, and uh, in the world that uh, we really don't know. There are oftentimes people that are strangers to us that we impact, whether we're buying groceries or shopping or Whatever we may be doing, we just pray that His light and the presence of His Spirit within us can impact our world. And Men's Retreat has helped to give us something to look forward to for that type of teaching and just to gather as men uh, and strengthen one another uh, as we go throughout our lives. We strengthen each other 
um, as men are, and believers in Jesus. Thank you for sharing that, Dan. And this year's topic was uh, lead on, and I think your life exemplifies that, you know, especially the servant leadership piece kind of behind the scenes and all the things you were mentioning about taking back what we learned from Men's Retreat and, you know, being a witness to those around us, whether it be at work or wherever we're at, you know, our church, our community. So anything that you would like to share about that? I think uh, this year was especially impactful because it in some ways uh, crystallized a lot of what we believe as believers in a way of talking about it as leadership, but not out front, but uh, behind the crowd uh, when we're at work. Uh, perhaps we're not leading a group of people, but we're impacting a group of people with how we work, how we respond to situations in the world. And this year's uh, trip, as always, was uh, good and different, but very crystallizing in, uh, in the way we respond as men in today's world. Well, thank you, Dan. And I also want to thank you for your leadership. You lead in many areas. The one that stuck out to me was our monthly men's meal that we have here at the church that you've been leading for years. So thank you uh, for sharing and thank you for your leadership. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I pray that the testimonies from these different guys from our 25th annual men's retreat from Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina, was a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Front Porch Talks is sponsored by Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene in partnership with Sunshine Ministries.